0: Well, welcome back to the Humans of Agriculture, Careers in Agriculture podcast. It's kind of like a reverse job interview. And today I'm sitting down with Sam Burton-Taylor, who's the Managing Director of Kenny's Creek, Angus. Sam, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks, Holly. Great to be with you. Mate, it's great to have you here and chat a little bit more about this assistant manager overseer role that you've got. Can I just start off by finding out a little bit more about the broader business you're running? Because it sounds like you guys have got a little bit happening.
1: Yeah, so we've got uh, we've got three farms here in Borrowe. We've got our uh, Breakfast Creek Station, and uh, and then Hillgrove, where these roll's going to be placed, and then uh, Borrowe Hills, and uh, the role the rolls, yeah, the, the Kenny's Creek Angus stud is based based at Hillgrove.
0: Can you tell me a little bit about the business? Because obviously you've got the stud, but there's the commercial side, and there's also a vertically integrated beef and lamb business as well.
1: So we've. From a production perspective, we've got commercial cattle based at Breakfast Creek, so we've got about three to four thousand head of cattle there, and and then Burrower Hills, we run a we run a, a prime line flock there, and a Hillgrove as well, and then from Hillgrove we run our, our Kinney's Creek Angus stud. So, very from a production perspective, we focus right from the genetics through to to the backgrounding stage of our livestock, and then we will also run a feedlot out at Forbes called the Mount. It's about a five thousand head feedlot. It goes back to the old Twinum um, at Chemelong. and we're managing that for probably six or seven years now. Actually, probably even longer. And so from there, so we, for instance, with our cattle, we'll background them, at, we'll breed them, background them at, at Breakfast Creek, and then they'll go to, to the Mount, and they'll go on a 150-day grain-fed program. That's probably the main program we're running now, and we process at two abattoirs on the beef side. And so they'll go to either Binderie at Inverell or Green Mountain at Caminia, and we export our beef from there. And so we've got a small export team, do beef and lamb, although we're predominantly beef now. And we do, a lot of our product is actually going to supermarkets now. Some of it's going direct to shelf in some of the larger format supermarkets. And yeah, so we've kind of got a vertically integrated business on a, on a small scale.
0: And for you, what do you enjoy about having, I guess, that breadth of exposure across the whole value chain?
1: I guess when I see, so we've, we did a kill this week, and when I see the data come through and I see that our average daily gain on the cattle in the feedlot's been strong and then our marbling's carrying through and we marble score three plus i know that when we're hitting those markers that we're one our customers are going to be happy at the other end but two from a production perspective it can ensure profitability in our business and so you know we had a a genetic selection meeting yesterday just on the size that we're using for this year's joining and that's where it all starts from and it's you know it's a three to four year cycle in some instances from these decisions through a pregnancy and to a carving and then to a weaning and backgrounding and feed a steer feed a heifer into an abattoir so it's nice to be able to see and track some of that momentum and the decisions that we're making having that impact all the way through to the customer
0: you know the thing which has literally only just occurred to me and i think when we talk about businesses like all well, global businesses you always think of big multinationals and whatnot but you guys are literally running a global agriculture business from borough which is just absolutely amazing to think of all the different touch points you guys are covering I think it is good in
1: some ways. I definitely don't think of us as being global, but I dare, you know, and I've, I've been off the travel wagon a little bit since COVID, which I shouldn't have, but we, we did a lot of miles there over the last five to 10 years to really try and establish some of that clientele. And we're not, we're definitely not as global as we should be, but we've found a couple of terrific partners over the last few years that have just been able to give us that security around concentrating on the things that we can do really well in Australia and then they're really taking care of business overseas for us. So that's been very good.
0: So let's chat about the role back at the farm level, this assistant manager and overseer role. Which part of the business is it involved in and why has that role come up?
1: So we've, um, in the last year, we've taken over a, a new farm, Burrow Hills, and we've got a, a bit of a shift in strategy. So we, we had a lot of cattle and it doesn't look like the greatest decision at the moment, but we've made a move into sheep and that has been, it's the right decision for the longer term and we've gone in with Primeline and we're building a breeding flock there. And so David Hardy, who's a manager across Borough Hills and Hillgrove, is shifting over to Burrow Hills and creating some space just on the Angus stud side. So looking for someone that really has some ability to work with sheep and cattle but hopefully more interest in the cattle side and genetics and breeding and that's kind of, the role has kind of evolved from just kind of increasing our our platform here at Hillgrove and Borough hills and being able to take on more stock and build both the, the lamb and the stud operation
0: and pretty exciting for david to have that career progression opportunity to stay within the business so how does the assistant manager overseer fit into the business structure that you guys are running
1: so there's a lot of independence because there's two farms, you know, that both farms are over, you know, three and a half, about three and a half to 3,800 acres. And so there's plenty of scope and opportunity. It's a small team. There'd be three to four people here at times. And then we're working with a team of three to four up at Breakfast Creek as well. We've invested a lot in the last year and we're just trying to finish it all now, but we've built three new sets of sheep yards, one at Borough Hills, one at Hill Grove and one at Breakfast Creek. And then, kind of two and a half new sets of cattle yards. So one at um, Breakfast Creek and then one at Hillgrove here for the stud. And and we've done up our crush and a few other areas in our, in our main set of cattle yards at Breakfast Creek. And so I think, you know, like in terms of capital investment in this farm, Hillgrove, like we're, we've really made some progression in the last year to make it a great place to work. Uh, new road, new laneways and new livestock facilities.
0: So... For the person coming in, what are you hoping that they're really going to work towards, I guess, at a higher level strategically over the next 12, 24 months or so?
1: Looking for someone that, you know, it doesn't matter too much where they've come from in terms of university or not university. Just want someone with the capacity to learn, that is interested. They see something and they, if they don't understand it, they get their head around it and, and do what they can to make informed decisions. I think there's a lot of things that change in our farm from week to week and month to month and just want, really would like to have someone that has the drive and ability to learn in this role. And in the stud sense, like we run a really commercial uh, stud, like there's no bells and whistles here in terms of how we try and present livestock or show them or anything like that. In some senses I almost prefer that, that, that someone doesn't have that experience in some ways. But it's, we're really looking for someone who's got commercial background in livestock, preferably in both enterprises in sheep and cattle, and can really kind of find ways that they can improve themselves and help build our business.
0: And so for this person, what would be some of the characteristics? Obviously, they're going to have a few people in their team across the couple of properties. So what are the characteristics that's going to make someone successful to manage the staff, but then also fit into your business?
1: Oh, probably a good sense of humour, because uh, <laughs> you, you have to deal with me on a on a week-to-week basis. Uh, but, this, you know, seriously, like, just want someone that kind of enjoys life and doesn't get too, too knocked about by work because we, we have challenging times here. You we know, went through COVID and went through, been through a few incredibly wet years, which is probably, you know, we're talking about going to drought now, but wet years have been for, for us, I think, as mentally challenging as, as dry years. So, someone who's got some resilience and a good sense of humour, some good solid experience. Love someone who's got dogs. We really support dogs wherever we can in the work environment. And university or not, as I said before, but a, a real drive to learn and to kind of to develop themselves as a person.
0: And what's included for the right person?
1: So, I've got a terrific house with the most amazing bloody lake behind it with some terrific fish. It's probably the biggest. Probably, probably the biggest biggest win for the job there's a great house there which i grew up in and which we've done lots of work on and there's land crews of ute and yeah just a a farm that's in first rate condition in terms of like just a it's a real a really great farm here at Hillgrove to work on
0: when i read the job ad and i did see this the house with a large dam with great fishing is this a little pastime of yours that you thought we better get some good fish in here Yeah, yeah. It goes back,
1: fortunately my father had that vision probably 30 years ago, so there's some fish in there that have matured pretty well. Yeah, no, there's, I love my fishing and uh, yeah, no, it's a good spot.
0: Well, you've got, what's the dam just near you guys? Um, Is it Burrenjuck? No.
1: Uh, Burrenjuck, yeah, um, Burrenjuck, Wyangler. There's there's another big dam here, big cod dam, yeah.
0: There you go. Is there anything else, Sam, that you want to touch on about the job and I guess that you want people to know when they're considering applying for it?
1: No, it's just, it's non-breed specific, you know. Just, you know, I've got a lot of people probably looking at thinking I haven't got experience in Angus cattle. We're not looking for that. And we just want someone who's going to be... Uh an enthusiastic stock person who's going to love being around the stock and, and doing that and if they're dogs they're great ability to keep records we do a lot of data collection with the stud and there's obviously a high degree of compliance that you need to make sure that the authenticity of that information is right and so that's a component of it as well and then yeah, just someone older or younger that is looking for that opportunity to have some more autonomy in their role and a way that they can kind of make a path to grow for themselves and, and help a business grow as well.
0: well, it sounds like there's enough happening right now, but also a pretty exciting future for you guys as well. Thanks, Ollie. Thanks, Sam. Cheers.